This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Carry on, my wayward son, for there'll be peace when you are done. <laughs> Lay your weary head to rest. I'm sorry, what are you doing? Don't you cry. No more. Take it easy. I, I lean back for the microphone. It's it's Jake's turn for the intro. Don't showboat. He got into my soul with that song. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I tried to do what Joel is doing. I tried it. I, I literally. Can I hear out. you just do a. <laughs> no, not even that. And uh, it was <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I'm like, ah, oh, it's not even it's not even bad enough to be funny. <laughs> um, Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Uh, thank you for. I loved your feedback on our last show. I have to say, I really enjoyed hearing how you guys enjoyed our pitches for our horror movies. And I'm gonna say it was the best pitch show yet. Not only by us, but the most well received as well. That's why it was our last one. Uh, I have another in my back pocket. You do. But uh, no, really, it was fun to see you guys kind of, you know, at least enjoy our ideas. That's always fun to hear. And some some even lose sleep over it. People said they got creeped out, which I was like, yes. Like some person said they were in a locker room and like the lights started to flicker during the Bernice uh, Bernice pitch. And that made him run out of there. And I was like, that's great. One of my favorite tweets was from Mads on Twitter. And she says, me at 5 p.m. I'll be fine. Me at 2 a.m. They, they know me? Yes. <laughs> that was, was like, pretty funny. That's great. That was pretty right? funny. That made me laugh pretty hard. And so, and of course, it all goes to my head. I'm like, yes, vindication. Well, we weren't <laughs> even trying for that, actually. It just it just happened. Right? What just yeah. happened? Well, we my did, successful we did, stories? We didn't talk about what we were going to talk about. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the show started off goofy, and then it just turned yeah, into no, this. Yeah, no, it's totally just an organic spooky. thing. Yeah, I even had I had a student, a uh, fellow student, uh, say that they listened to it late at night and then had to uh, watch something nice afterwards. <laughs> really? We had yeah. that effect on people? Yeah, yeah. We put that demonic spirit into people? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yay? <laughs> I think that de- deserves a yay. Yeah. I, I actually got a text from uh, Steve who said, listening to Kent's original pitch driving home at 10 p.m., not recommended. <laughs> and then he said, <laughs> serious case of the willies. Awesome. I know. Isn't By the funny? way, I have more stories coming because that... You might have to hang on to your pitch just for next year to make sure you can get it again. Well, it's, it sounds like it needs to be a podcast. I think your green light was semi-correct. Oh, you think so, huh? Yeah. Mm. Maybe. So, but, Yeah, if you haven't gone back and listened to our last show, because that's not what we're talking about today, uh, go back and listen to it. Season of the Pitch, episode 128. And uh, we're, we're, we're nearing the end of our Halloween episodes, which oh. makes me a little bit sad. But we have a couple good shows to end on. Yes, we do. What are we talking about today, Jacob? Guys, today, today's the day. It's it's finally, You're finally leaving bacon sale. Uh, guys, oh, don't say finally. I'm out. <laughs> he's been he's been waiting for a while. Just to be honest, yeah. I'll miss you. I thought he was gonna walk out after we got this show on him. He you, has, you've been very stressed out, Jacob. He, yes. has a, he has a handsome robot. He wants to just come on and replace me. <laughs> oh, I want to see this handsome robot. <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just kind of like like a five point five. Is that what you mean? About that. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's low. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> but uh, today, guys, it's Supernatural Day. It's basically, I, I, it's basically I was a holiday. We usually normally, woo. No, normally I would say yay, but oh, this is what I wanted to bring up. We've talked, we've done this a couple times before. 
where we talked about this Doctor is basically the third in a trilogy. Yes, because yes. uh, we talked about Doctor Who in our first season, and I preached Kent was the, the good su- word. Kent was the super fan. Indeed. I was the regular fan. Jacob was the novice. Yep. And then we did uh, just the last year. Yeah, we did uh, Mystery Science Theater, where I was the super fan. I was the regular fan, and Jacob was the novice. Surprise! But this time, <laughs> this time, oh my! How the tables have been. We should have actually sat on a different sides of the table for. We should have. We should have switched it. That would screw everything up. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I couldn't look out that window after Kent's story. I wouldn't be able to look at you guys. But uh, today, Jacob is the super fan. Kent is the regular. I'm a fan, regular fan, and I am the novice. Yes. Yep. Despite Kent and I's efforts to get him to watch Supernatural um, on the CW the whole time. Yes. No. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. The, the WB. One year it was on UPN. I think. No, no, was it not? no, no, they never went UPN. So Warner Brothers, and this isn't going to matter to anyone. I think they were on there for, gosh, two I years. Think, I think it's a year or two at best. Yeah, one or two. And then. But didn't the uh, WB Warner, com- become the CW? And then, yeah, Warner Brothers transitioned to UBN or whatever. And they just, they moved to CW. Yeah. And uh, didn't miss a beat. Now, if you've listened to the Bacon Cell show before, the Bacon Cell show. That's what I'm oh, it's also the only Warner Brothers show still going. Is it? Yeah. Well, I think it's the only show from 20 years ago that's still that, going. You know, there, the Simpsons. there are certain things. There's there's maybe three things that Jacob loves in this world. Gallivant is not one, one of them. Churning butter. <laughs> that's true. Two, raising roofs. Raising barns. Gallivant. Yes. And three is supernatural. Jacob gets giddy whenever we talk about the show. Maybe not giddy as much as defensive, because every time we bring it up, it's usually just to bug him. Well, it's it's kind of weird as well because I, you know, we've known Jake for years now, and you didn't really watch horror until about three, four years ago, maybe. Well, I've been watching Supernatural before. Yeah, then. but you're yeah. watching Supernatural, which is basically a copy of everything that came before it in a clever way. Well, I watched X Files too. Yeah, you well, basically rewatched X-Files. I mean, not, my, not Buffy. I didn't have time for that. My but. impression. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. My impression of Supernatural, and I have seen, uh, I believe I'm on season two, episode eight right now. And that's over. You're cruising. How long, have, how long have you? Okay. <laughs> like six Joel, years. And it's taken him so to get that Jake, far. Jake, you're clearly the super fan. You've been watching this forever. <laughs> You've been preaching to me forever until I started watching it. And then Joel... When did you start watching Supernatural? I probably started watching it about three years ago. And you're on season <laughs> two, episode season two, eight. Episode eight. Joel, <laughs> you've watched five seasons of Arrow in that time. <sighs> three episodes, three seasons of Flash. Crazy. One season of Gotham. You watched six seasons of Gilmore Girls in that time. And you've watched one full season of Supernatural. Jake, how <laughs> upset are you right now? That is pretty messed up, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not against the show. Like, like I was going to say, before I ever watched the show, my impression of Supernatural was it's like... A teeny bopper version of X-Files. That's what I thought Supernatural was. A lot of people have that impression. Yeah. And when I started watching, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Like, this is a monster of the week, creepy show. And I'd watch it during the Halloween season, and I'd watch a couple episodes, and then the Halloween season would go away, and I kind of stopped watching it. That's why it's taken me so long, because I really only watched it during the month of October for the past Have you years. watched one this month? <laughs> Silence. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. How many episodes of Gilmore Girls have you seen this month? Because <laughs> that's a terrifying show. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, this says more about well, you, Joel, than Supernatural. Here, I did thing, watch Joel. all the Good Place, though. For you, uh, was that for me? That was for you. Really? Oh, so you take guys, a recommendation guys, on, guys, on Spooked guys. Podcast, dude? The Good Place is fun. It is fun. I love the Good Place. We're not talking about the Good Place. I so, would do a bacon so Joel, on the Good you, Place. How much have you seen of Supernatural? I have seen almost every season. I am halfway through the twelfth season. <laughs> how so, many seasons have they had? It's on its thirteenth. Yep, and they've just started the thirteenth. And they're ending on this one, right? No. 
I thought they said this was the end. Nope. Is it 14? No, they, there has been rumors, and this is only rumors, that uh, Jensen and Jared are the, the two leads. <laughs> First name basis. Yeah. Uh, that Jensen Ackles and, and Jared, Jared Padalecki. They've basically put these guys in charge because, and this is going to get into content for the show, but the president said that, hey, as long as the ratings are there and Jensen and Jared want to keep doing it, They've got my vote. Wait, I thought earlier this year they announced that there was going to be a final season. You just call him Sam and Dean. It's really confusing when you say yeah, please. Jensen but, and Jared. But then oh, it's confusing because Dean actors. is Dean and Sam, Dean is, Sam Dean. is Dean. Yeah, Sam is Dean on Gilmore Girls. His name is Dean <laughs> on really Gilmore is Girls. Confusing, isn't it, it really confuses me that yeah. Dean Stop Sam it. on the show. Stop it. There's another one with Smallville, too. Like, I think his name was Sam or was, something there. I can't was remember Jared Plecky on Smallville? No, uh, Jensen, Jensen. Was. Oh, I didn't know that. Jensen and Jared. <laughs> Sam and Dean. The fans call him J squared. Ja- uh, Jacob, <laughs> I, think, I feel like we need to bring it back, though. I think we need to bring back to boil it down to what is this show okay. about? All right. So it's saving people, hunting things. That is sort of the tagline that people use. So it's use. Duck Dynasty. <laughs> If I may give the plot from the Supernatural Wiki. or the, well, Hold on, hold on. Actually, that that wanna, expression I just gave, I'm like, oh, crap, he's not recording. I want to intro that because I, for the life of me, and I read tons of summaries and descriptions and things, and I cannot settle on any of them. They're, n- they're not quite right, right? And so I've got, I even have examples, but go, but go ahead and give yours. Go ahead and give yours. Well, if I was going to give one personally, if I was going to pitch the show, I would say it's X-Files married to Buffy with... Two hot, sexy young guys in the leads. Hot, sexy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I see your true colors. Oh, Joel. Joel, I have through. recordings from you that I'm putting at the end of the show. <laughs> Those are out of context. So, but the plot is the show follows brothers Sam and Dean Winchester who travel across America in a, in a black 1967 Chevy Impala investigating and combating paranormal events and other unexplained occurrences. And so then it's like, Urban legends, folklore, and supernatural creatures. That sounded pretty dry, though. Yeah, that's that's from the Supernatural Wiki. It doesn't do it even the faintest bit of justice, which wow. is the trouble. Two sexy dudes. <laughs> that two part, two that sexy true. dudes. That what more ghosts. do you need to know? That's I, actually that's the theme of Bacon Cell. Three sexy dudes hunting ghosts. I actually read this one line of some. Uh, it was some journalist that was describing it, and he said that the. It's the the pilot is a show in which a college student came home and found his girlfriend on the ceiling roasting like a blonde marshmallow. And I was Whoa. like, wow, hey, wow, kids, dude, <laughs> spoiler alert, too. Yeah. Well, for the first episode, yeah, we're going to spoil the pilot. Now, I've already I've already come to terms with that. But yeah, I mean, anytime you read like, yeah, Dean and Sam, they're brothers and they hunt demons and ghosts and monsters, monsters and monsters. They're hunting the monsters. <laughs> they would. <laughs> Lily. It's no! only, hey, dude, it's only a matter of time until they come onto the show. It's a true story. <laughs> they, they, they literally have opened up the door to, to Oz. Uh, we will get there. So, so we, oh, should, go, we should talk about what else? the audience uh, said about this show because it didn't it yes. really seem like they matched your sentiment there, Joel. Well, it's funny how whenever we do these introductory shows like Doctor Who, like Mystery Science Theater, people get really kind of defensive, like, oh, I'm not really into that show. Which is fine, except for like, if we like it, you well, probably What are people too. trying to protect here? Why can't you just say, oh, I've never seen it. Maybe I should watch it sometime. Maybe well, after actually, listening to your show. That's actually what Blake said. He said, I've never seen it. The only way I could be persuaded into watching it is, you, is if you can convince me that junior high aged girls won't like it. Look, let me just respond to Blake right now then. My, my, my 18-year-old nephew likes this show. I like this show. My mom likes this show. I don't know how it works that those TV? three demographics. You don't know how TV works. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's no, no. I literally have been watching this show for years, and so have my mom. Until I go back home, uh, just with some trip, and during the daytime, she's watch, she's got Supernatural turned on, and I was like, "Oh, hey, mom, you want me to change that?" And she's like, "Oh, I love this show," and I'm like, 
Hey. You're kidding me, right? She just turned 73. Hey, Two sexy hot men running it's, across the country. Mom, the Is way. she lonely? <laughs> 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 so it's, it's funny that you bring up the teen, or Blake brought up the teenage girl thing because KP, he says, I can confirm that junior high age girls will like it. My wife teaches middle school and two of her students would sign their names with Sam and Dean Win- Winchester, the lead <laughs> characters. So they'd be like, yeah. if it was Julia's like, Julie Winchester. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't blame them. Honestly, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, and in all reality, and I mean, Kent, you already said they're two sexy dudes. A lot of this is simply. <laughs> you don't need to go back to me saying. Remember that. when you said that, Kent? I yeah. remember really well. And I Jensen's it. pushing forty. He is. He's older, dude. Yeah, he's thirty-nine. I looked that up. Yeah. By the way, two different people: Spencer Myers and Jillian. Where is it? Jillian Terry both said that the first five seasons are good, and that everything after that isn't worth watching. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> However, they have a point, which which I will explain, right? Because Kripke only wrote it till five seasons. Without, Kripke? Yeah, uh, Eric Kripke. He's the he's the writer creator. Okay. And so he's the Joss Whedon of this world. He is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's. I mean, he's made a bunch of other worlds that have failed. Honestly. Oh wait, wait, wait! I did want to like when we were talking about encapsulating the show. Uh-huh. I thought JT Williams on Facebook made a great uh, pitch here. All right, let's hear it. He said two boy band understudies fight Satan and blast sticks. In an epic tale of brotherly love and recycled plot lines. That's good, yeah? <laughs> Other than the recycled plot lines. Uh, I would say for about three seasons, they borrow almost every for everything from the X-Files. Oh, recycled from other stories. I would say yeah, so. that's okay. But I will say on the positive that's note. What, that's what it all is. Kirsten really nailed it. And this is, you know, maybe this is how it speaks to like your family and Kirsten, in, in, in a way, me. She says the writers of this show get me. Or rather, get my sense of humor. I do not normally like horror, but the, kind of like you did, Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, but the humor in the show makes up for it. it I actually, does. actually got to the point where I could say I like the horror part too. It's the boys. Their love of classic rock, their chemistry with each other, the Impala, and Bobby. That's I in caps. I have no idea who Bobby is. Bobby's oh, great. You'll get there. But no. Actually, you should be there. But I stopped watching after six or seven seasons. I really think most shows should hit around then, which is halfway through where it is now. The whole Demons from Hell thing was too much. I know that but is. I will always like Sam and Dean. And then I replied with a with a gif of the two brothers standing on a porch in what seems to be a cutoff yeah, priest shirts. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I when I was doing the responses on Facebook, I have to admit I loved I love looking up supernatural gifs. I think they're hilarious. And there's <laughs> they, so many. And out everybody there. thought it was me too. In that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They're like Jacob's yeah. using this excuse to use supernatural gifs. Yeah, yeah. By the way, can I say fun fact? Jensen Ackles is the most gifable person on the planet. He really. He's got is. a lot of good expressions. It, a Great. He is the well, he is the best facial comedy guy for gifts alone. There's just so much like archived that they can go back and pull, right? Yes. I mean, he's just been yeah. on TV well, so long. Yeah. Well, also uh, Matt that Smith, face though. Matt Smith did write. Why is Dean Bay? He is Bay. He is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like I mean, if if there's anybody anybody that like I'll just say as far as man crushes go on TV, it, it would be Jensen Eccles for sure. Wow. It'd be Idris Silva. This is a whole other show. <laughs> this is this is a show, right? And maybe... That's next season. Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Oh, yeah, that's but right. Only, 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 only in Justified. I don't really love him in anything else. What do, you think, of, char- what do you think of Josh Duhamel? Because a lot of people get him and Timothy Oliphant mixed up. No. Nah. Oh. It's the character in Justified. It's the hat. <laughs> It might be the hat. Who knows? <laughs> the swagger. Anyway. This is the weirdest show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here, here's the thing for Supernatural, right? Let me let me just dig into this a little bit. I don't like much stuff on TV. I, I really I really don't. I'm very you watch particular. more TV than both of us, though. So here's how I watch. Yeah, more you always TV. come to us and say I watch a lot watch of pilots. A show, a show. I watch a lot of pilots. I turn off a lot of pilots, and there's tons of shows I never on the see. airplane. 
I know. <laughs> I'm like, hey, check this out. And then they're like, oh, I'm no. turned off. No. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the only check connotation he could need. Family mean. friendly. <laughs> you did that, Joel. This how, did, how do you turn on a pilot? <laughs> Stop. Stop. We love to fly and it shows. Stop. <laughs> Not Radio Ronan. <laughs> nope. All right. What am I saying? Um, pilots. You turn off pilots. <laughs> you were able to give up shows if you don't All think right. they're good. Whereas so, I'm a completist. If I start a show, I will probably finish I it. I will happily drop a show. I will drop a show so fast. And I do constantly. I watch pilots. When they when they don't measure up, I, I let them go. I don't yeah. care. I'm not married to Just them. Just pilots. You don't even give it like a couple episodes. No. No. Mm-hmm. If the pilot sucks, it's over. I give I give a 45-minute show three episodes. I give a 20-minute show six episodes. If I'm not oh, hooked okay. by then, I'm I, out. No way am I that generous. I can. It's easy to tell really fast if it's going to work, right? And there's some shows uh, that's right on the line. I'm gonna that's another show. That's mm-hmm. another show. Okay. That is another show. And don't tell me how you love Mad Men because it sucks too. I don't like no, Mad Men. Get like easy. Men. Oh, and you know how I could tell? From the pilot. <laughs> how many seasons did you watch of Mad Men? Uh, all, all but one. Was it like eight of them or something? Yeah. Man, that show's a waste of time. Me too. So, no, I mean, I'm really particular. I don't watch very many shows. And this one, this but one you, But you watch a CW show starring two, watch as this, Kent said, hold on, hot, re- sexy men. It's ridiculous, but it, it works. Here's, here's why it works, right? It's never, ever been huge. It's never blown up. It's never had like this... Like, what would ratings be on this show? Like, three million per episode? Two to three, yeah. I'll look it up. Which is, for the CW, fine. No, no. It right? puts it's not it, a it, smash success, it but it, they're making money from they're it. They're right below Arrow and, you know, Legends of the whatever. See, and you bring up... And please hold your thought real quick. You bring up the fact that it's CW. Like, CW is where TV is just bad. It's more it's, CW. Every show that I've seen on CW... Turns into a CW show, which it's means a soap opera, love triangles, soap operas, oh, bad cannot, writing. I cannot wait to talk about how this is the exception to that. Okay. Um, By the way, looking at it, it's start. It's it's about two million high high twos in viewership. But average. it's on yeah, season yeah, thirteen. Two to three. That's uh, yeah. insane. And, and they it just started stick off. There. They like, just stick the first season is the highest at three point eight, but it, and last season was two point six. Yeah, and that's enough to keep going. And right? it's gone. It's gone up and down too. So this isn't like uh-huh. you know, it's gone down. It it has peaks and valleys. No, and it really doesn't have. It doesn't really show any signs of of dying right now. And it's well, you've said for the past two or th- now in our third year on this show, mm-hmm. every time we talk about supernatural, you're like, guys, it's actually surprising. In season seventeen is actually the strongest. This yet. is the best season ever. <laughs> Twelve, which is what you're talking about, was really good. <laughs> <laughs> which is nuts. Which how many shows do you know that no, went not on 12. that 11. long? Eleven. is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, eleven was actually. Really I really good. liked eleven. Yeah. Not a lot of shows go this long, and not a lot of shows keep their fandom this long either. No, and the fandom's really where it's at. Except I haven't gotten to the rest of my my thought about oh, why yeah, why it still works because it's it works because like I said it never gets it never got so big that I think it got out of proportion right like I think there's this Stranger Things effect that's happened right now right there was a show that was pretty good and everyone loves it everyone talks about it and now there's hype for season two that's just so high yeah it's not reachable it's not gonna it's it's impossible for this show to actually create a product that's equal to the hype there's other 80s movies they could steal from <laughs> and they will. Mm-hmm. But it's still not going to work. And it, it, the show will probably be fine. But I mean, but it's not... It, Supernatural has never been lost. You know, it's never been... And I mean the show lost. It's never been like right. lost. Where, where season one peaked so strong that anything right. else was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, there was no way to keep it. Now, right. Supernatural has just had this strong, 
like flat flow of enjoyability. It's never been like you should write marketing whole. copy. <laughs> <laughs> Strong flat flow of marketability. Yeah, that doesn't really sound good. Hot <laughs> sexy flat flow. <laughs> oh, that's my band's name in college. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that's weird. Is it a group band? Was, it was fat flow, not oh, flat, flat flow. P H A T. Yeah. Okay. But the show, it's it's good in season one, and it's good in season 13. How that's possible, I don't know. But they've done it, and they don't... I, I have kept this vigilant eye watching this show, and I'm like, okay, here is going to be... It's finally going to happen. There's going to be the episode where I've seen this crap before. Yes. And it's never happened. I'm going to build on that, because I think this show is all about building, and this is the only reason I can still keep watching. It, it, Besides the two guys. Am right. I right? Yeah. No, because in season one and two... I mean, they do have good chemistry. Like, there's... They're great together. not talking about chemistry. No, I really am. He's because... talking about facial symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> that Dean. <laughs> Sam's always sad. You know, in season one and two, it is about urban legends, and it kind of just... Yeah, like... They're scary like stories. Bloody Mary. Monster of the and, Week, exactly. Yeah. I can't remember the other ones. Clowns, the Wendigo, that yeah. sort of thing. But then... It's not that for like three more seasons. It's not just like, hey, here's our story arc and we're still going to fight some monsters. Then it turns into, and if I may, Jake, I want to talk about the villains of this show. Because this is where I feel that it, it builds on itself. We start off with two brothers fighting monsters and ghosts. And then all of a sudden, and sorry, Joel, there's going to be some spoilers here, and Which I apologize. And, and sorry, listener. Well, and but I, it's okay. I, I gave but a pass I'm not going to go spoilers. too deep. Yeah, I gave a pass on minor spoilers because I said, look, I'm not watching this for the overarching plot line. Yeah. I'm watching it because I'm entertained by the two characters and because there's some creepy stuff. Even though I have to admit, some of the over, like some of the, the story arcs are surprising. But like are they, you going to spoil those ones, the surprising no, ones? No. We're no. Saying, the characters so will be spoiled, yeah. So like in our Doctor Who show, we talked about the monsters that have been around for 50 years and some of the newer ones, which are yeah. really me- memorable. I more so want to talk about the evolution of these two characters based on what they what, what opposes them. And so, yeah, we have a monster of the week for the first season and a half. Then all of a sudden, demons. Straight up demons roam in the earth. And they're like, okay, we're demon hunters. Yeah, well, I mean, they meet a character and you think she's just this regular old girl. And then suddenly she's she's killing a guy. I won't explain how because it's actually fairly... And I should also say, this is a pretty bloody show. Oh, by actually. the way, isn't Joel, what you've seen, season one and two... Seems pretty dark and like moody, right? It's it's dark. They're the happiest seasons of the show. <laughs> oh no. I'm I am not, sure not kidding true. you. It is selling this now. It is true. And so then after demons, archangels and dark angels, right? You're like, angels in a show like this? That seems kind of weird. But well, they do it. Oh, don't worry. Here's another evolution. We have the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, you're just going through the whole thing. I'm not gonna give the main and who plays them and all that sort of thing. Wait, but so sucked, it becomes X Men? Yes, uh, yes. Literally Archangel shows up and Okay. Psylocke. Yeah. Olivia Munn shows up. Yep. That'd be oh, nice. I'm okay with this. <laughs> then here's where you it gets sure? crazy. She's going she's gonna to take the screen away from Sam Here, and Dean. Here's where it here's, gets crazy. It here's crazy where it gets before. crazy. So we have angels showing up. We have uh, demons. Satan. Tom Hanks. Satan. Tom Hanks. A, a Satan himself shows up. Lucifer is the big bad in one of these seasons. And you're like, that seems a bit cheesy, but let's see these two brothers take this guy on. And he's great. He's the actor great. does fantastic. He mm. nails it. It's Mark Pellegrino. and he, Jacob from Lost. Mark Pellegrino. Mark yeah, it's oh, Jacob from okay. Lost. I knew I was speaking, speaking yeah. your language. And I mean, it's it's just he, it's like magic, him in that role. Like, he nails it so well. But what then, about the other guy? I thought the other guy was Satan. The little, the little toady guy from... Oh, no, it's Crowley. He's, Crowley's the king of hell. 
Yeah, well, he starts as a crossroad demon, and he's so lovable. Well, wait, they're getting... <laughs> okay, I'm going to be Jacob here. You guys are getting off way into the uh, weeds right now. <laughs> <laughs> so they have, I mean, a, part, a big part of the show is working with the demons. Now, the way to summon a demon early on in the show is they go to a crossroads, and they make a deal. You bury something on the street, and you and a demon Which shows up. Which is based up. on folklore. Right, yeah. it's yes. all folklore, right? So they make deals. Well, Crowley started off as a really ambitious crossroad demon, and he was a super likable character, so they kept giving him more storylines, basically, until he becomes the king of hell eventually. But Joel, Lucifer is not the main, he's not the big bad. It just keeps building no. and building, which is why 12 seasons later, I'm still watching going, how could they possibly go bigger than season five? And then how could they possibly go bigger than season 11? There's no No, there's no way, way. to go bigger than season That's, 11. But they well, keep doing it. And because we can't it, spoil it becomes, season 11, really. No, we can't. It it's too big. Like it's, We can't spoil that I'm sure that it one. is, fellas. No, it really is. <laughs> no, I think Secrets of the Universe will be unlocked if I mention the name of the demon in season 11. <laughs> it's, yeah, demon, huh? It will mm. shock you. Mm. It will shock uh, you what they do in 11. But what I was going to say is, and this is me pulling it back a bit, do you think that building is a problem, though? Like, are people going to be able to jump into an episode well, here's the and really enjoy no, it unless, you're they, right. unless they've grown with Sam and Dean? You're actually right. And yeah. maybe Ken has a good answer for this. But the thing is, is like the complaint that was brought up on Facebook is one through five are really strong. And, and they flounder a bit in six and seven. They start floundering, floundering a little. They're However, fighting flounder from Little Mermaid? Exactly. Just He's like a guppy. <laughs> he doesn't know um, but some of the best episodes are actually in 6 and 7 but they're standalones like they really go on a limb they're like let's try this crazy thing but the story arc is gone you just it had to find its legs but, after but its I feel main like arc was a lot of the enjoyment of. come from the show it seems to me comes from knowing the relationship between Sam and Dean and the other people in their lives mm -hmm. And how that relationship builds and changes as the show goes on. Yes. So can people get just as much enjoyment jumping into a season eight show as they are a season two show? No. If they don't know it. Because you have to go through it with them in order to be there with them, right? You have to know. So you'd recommend starting at the beginning. No, you have to have these. Yeah, you've got to start at the beginning. I, I don't think. And I mean, it's a very good place to start. There's a lot of people that have lists of things where you can skip around. And I do have some standalone episodes if you want to just kind of like test the waters. Get the flavor. And I mean, I can. Uh, and I'll suggest Taste those later. The rainbow. But, but there's these moments where you've got. Are you talking about Slash fans? Is that what we're talking about? What? Because there's Dean slash Sam. That's there's There are Slash fans out there. That really, actually, they call it. Can, can I what? just read this part? I have no idea what he's saying. I don't about. know what he's saying. So there is a woman who wrote a book called um, hmm, Fangasm. It's about supernatural fans. <laughs> <laughs> Joel is not happy because this is, we've done this again. Family friendly. <laughs> and she says there's fan fiction, usually written by women, that involves Sam and Dean, and it's called Wincest. Well, no, there's this whole... This is another episode I will not be showing my children. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a huge homoerotic subtext is what there is. And it's not because there's anything in the script. It's but not their brothers. fault. It's because they're brothers. No, uh, Joel, don't Google image Sam and Dean. No, don't do it. There's a lot of fan art out there. There, there is a. Why uh, are we getting into this at the show? You're supposed to be promoting it, no, the this show. Is, this is actually. <laughs> Prince Kid just made everyone go. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see this, this show. Is, this is a huge part of the mythology of the show, unfortunately, because of this, these fans. Because the show incorporates the fans. In fact, I'll just tangent here right now and say, this show brings the fans literally into the show. And it's literally in the, into the show. I'll tell you how. Right? No other show has done anything like this. There's an episode. I forget what season it is. Four or five. It something. is actually season four. Four. And they have a. <laughs> they it, go. In fact, if I may, an author is called the monster yeah, at the end of this book. It. An author has been writing books about Sam and Dean since 2005. Sam and Dean try to figure out how he knows so much about them. So it's a meta episode. This is, this is an episode description he's giving you right now. There's okay. a guy named Chuck and he is a prophet. 
There are prophets in this show. Okay. And he's the author of Supernatural. And he's been writing the whole show. And they have this small cult following of people who love this book series. And right? so when they meet these people who Is think they're... Is it a national book series? Like, how, how do they find out about this book? Well, so well, they are... They are that's the whole episode. Oh, they're okay. sent to like altered, alternate dimensions sometimes where this happens. And other times it's just kind of... It's meta for meta's sake. Okay. But they, they kind of realize that basically they meet fans and the fans are like, oh, I want Sam and Dean to hook up. And they're like, dude, we're brothers. Like, what are you talking about? But that's the joke. There's that's a, there's weird. a, they have fans their, are weird. They have their somewhat <laughs> yeah. musical episode uh, in season 11, I think. They have a musical episode? It's season 10. 10. In season Does 10. every it's, show have a musical episode? It's called Fan Fiction. And it's a great episode, actually. They have, uh, there's another version uh, of Carry On My Wayward Son because it's, it's this all-girls school and they put on a play of Supernatural and they make fun of the show while doing tributes to it as well. And Sam and Dean are there and they get to watch them, like, imitating them. And it's, it's I mean, it's as meta as it gets. But it's it's pulled off. It's yeah. it's almost like Neverending Story, if I may. How Neverending Story has all these layers, and one of the layers is that Bastion is actually the hero of the story, even though he's reading the story. Right. Think of Supernatural that way. This is actually a book I'm, series. I'm Bastion. Sure. Moon Child. <laughs> Don't give away the name. <laughs> this there's a book and a comic book series and a whole fandom about Supernatural. In the world where Sam and Dean live, but they're still demon hunters. It's weird, but those are the, some of the best episodes where it's so self-referential that you're like, hey, that's great. But you wouldn't get it unless you've watched all the episodes previous. Not really. Well, I want to say another thing about the fans, too. Is They're weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really, I mean, my goodness, they're a force of nature is what they are. Yes. Uh, if, you, if you go, I saw NPR did this piece on Supernatural a few years ago. Oh, I get your NPR voice on. Exactly, NPR. Supernatural has uh, as many, like, say, they did, they did a count of Facebook likes, and this is four years ago or something, um, but they did the Facebook likes count of Supernatural versus NCIS, which has four or five times the viewership. But they, but Facebook, or but Supernatural has the same amount of like likes, hmm. and so it's just it's it's just right there. And you have some of the things, and like I think it was Jared Padalecki, who's who's Sam, who says I'd so much rather be part of a show where we have two million super devoted fans than twenty million fans or twenty million viewers who just don't right. care. It's the cold audience versus the general right, and which makes general sense. fans. Yeah. So they they sell out conventions like they're they're hyper popular. They they travel around constantly doing this sort of thing. So that's just another thing about the fans. Um, uh, oh, one more thought on the fans too is they won People's Choice Awards. Uh, the fans did what Supernatural did. Oh, for twenty seventeen, like in like twenty seventeen this year, they got the number one sci fi fantasy show. Because uh, People's Choice does it by votes. Yes. So guess who came out and voted the most? Supernatural fans. They were voting, like they dedicated themselves and they out, they, they beat everybody else. Longest running show to never win an Emmy, by the way. Which, it's never won an Emmy? It's never won an Emmy. And there's great writing in here. It's there just, is. it's a CW show and it's not really recognized, I think, for the genre it's in. Yeah. Another reason it really works too is that Jared and Jensen haven't, they haven't gotten super proud, right? Their egos haven't blown up. There hasn't been big fights. They, they're actually really good terms. Are they buddies uh, in real life, the two actors? They are. They actually both... You keep, keep calling him Jensen and Jared. Can you just call him Sam and Dean? Uh, It'll make it a lot easier on me if you just refer to them right, as the Sam, So Sam and Dean, in real life, are actors. No. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, they... Uh, so they, they film I in... I knew he was Dean on another show. They, they film in Vancouver. They actually both live in Austin, Texas, and they commute every week to, to Vancouver to work. Wait, wait. Say that one more time. They're living where? They live in Austin, Texas. And they're commuting to Canada. To Canada. To Vancouver. Yeah. 
True story. So Dude, just move to Washington or something. No, they, they live in, they're both from Texas. Wait, which side of which side of Canada is Vancouver on? So no, these guys, mm-hmm. these guys are actually pals. And I read something in this recent research I was doing for this show is like in season one, they actually got into a big fight and Dean or Jensen had said, that's when he realized they were going to be good friends. <laughs> Sorry. I actually just, I was Googling Vancouver and the first, one of the first things that came up on Google is the automobile was Vancouver supernatural. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Like I didn't even plan that. Okay. Here's one other thought about the fans is there's a fan fiction site. The biggest, the biggest one It's fanfiction.net, And, uh, this is where, I mean, you guys know fan fiction. And for listener, if you don't know, people go it's on and, up. and basically write their own stories for characters that you know. Yes. And they have, there's hundreds of entries, right? Of different shows and lots of things that are posted. Guess what? The number one fan fiction, it's, the, the it's, show that has the most fan fiction written for, Supernatural. Oh, I thought you were going to say Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so Supernatural has, get this, 120,000. What? Entries for fan fiction, individual what? stories that have been written. That's the number one. Number two is Doctor Who with 74,000. Sherlock has 60 and Buffy has 50,000. That's a big leap, though, a from gi- first to second. Wait, so Sherlock leap. was second? Uh, yeah. Doctor wow. Who was no, second. No, Doctor then. Who was second with oh, 74. Sherlock okay. was third. Sherlock was Buffy third. was fourth. That is crazy. So, yeah, more people are trying to, like... Is this like the dark web? So, like, like, how you run out of your own content, you just go to fanfiction.net and you can read tons of stuff that's going Don't on there. Don't read fanfiction.net. It's going to be so Don't good. Don't go there. And there's nothing homoerotic going on there, sure. <laughs> Not even that. It's just uh, bad. Joel, I, there's a reason I think you should watch this, this show. Because it films in one of the same locations as Psych. And right. it shares a lot of the same actors. It does. As Psych? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of Maybe extras. Like uh, but then also, I think, uh, didn't... X Files filmed up in Vancouver well, too, didn't they? They yeah. actually they actually wrote a role for uh, Timothy Olmanson. Do you remember him from Psych? He's oh, uh, I, I forget what his role was. In the, he was like the Lassie. detective. He's Lassie. Lassie. Yeah. Lassie in Psych, right? They actually wrote a role for him as Kane in Supernatural. Like oh, Kane by the way, Kane and Abel show up. Kane and Abel, yeah, dude. All right, he nails Kane. I never would have imagined it, but he <laughs> saw the look. He, he nails that role. Like, he really does. I mean, I'm impressed. Like, I'm like that guy had that guy can't act. What were they thinking? And then suddenly he's awesome. Here's why the show really surprises me. And we we talked about this a lot when we talk about Supernatural in our off hours. I guess <laughs> you guys talk Is about that, in your off hours, huh? Like, I'll be like. You know, Jake, I, I'm really tired of the, the the formula that we're gonna meet someone like a Kane, and it's gonna be the big bad, and that's so telegraphed. And then two episodes later, that story's done, and it's wrapped up pretty well. Yeah, like it's so it, it actually it wasn't they don't what you hold expected. on to, yes. a, to no. an arc for too long. It no. doesn't try to be too that's, formulaic man, in its own tropes. It's not formulaic at all. You meet Kane; he's a sympathetic character, and he's gone before you know it. And he was awesome while he was there, and you miss yeah. him. That's part of one of the reasons the show works. In fact, I'll just say this now too. Everyone will die. And Every, you mean, everyone. You mean in life? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's uh, the message we're going across oh, for man, now. now I feel depressed. <laughs> um, no, it's Sam and Dean, they'll stick around, right? And they'll die themselves, too, with different plot lines. But everyone else, their family, their friends, their anyone else, all the co-stars, they bite the bullet eventually. Why is that a good thing? Because... Dramatic know. stakes. That's they, why it's a good you, thing. You and know it's, it, it, well, it could happen. Even you saying that, it's almost like The Walking Dead, where you expect kind of everyone to die, but they're dragging their feet and they're trying to make it a, a big impact. That's not supernatural. In this show, people are actually really likable, and they may be there for six seasons, and you're like, 
they should have been there for one episode. But then you grow to love them. Mm -hmm. Or they may be there for one episode. So speaking of that, Bobby was supposed to be there for one episode. Yeah. Yeah, and they just liked him. Mm -hmm. I have no idea who that is. So Bobby is this, he's a fan, like fans love him. He's a great character. Like he yells at the, he's basically a father figure to these guys. And he yells at him, makes fun of him. The father father figure. I don't know how much I can say during that. he's, He's not around. But it seems like this is one of those shows where even if someone dies, they're not really dead. No, it, it has Unless real. It they has could real come back. So there's there's a couple of exceptions to that. Um, there's an exception where they make deals with devils to bring somebody back, mm-hmm. and and then there's exception another it, exception with divine intervention. And by and the that's way, it. We, one thing I love is that dramatic stakes are real. When they do make a deal with a demon and they say bring this person back, it's not like, well, for example, if I may go to another CW show and it's like say Flash. Okay. He does flashpoint to make something change, and then you're like, "Oh, this will affect the whole season." Mm-hmm. And then one one episode later, it's like, "We're done. Let's just go back to things as normal." Yeah, they in, the reset button in Supernatural, things have consequences, which two seasons later take effect, and you're like, "It's true. They shouldn't have made that deal. Yeah, that was a bad idea." Okay, so I like actions having consequences. Exactly. A lot of shows do that too. They like they just push the reset button yes. as soon as they can after something goes no. different. No, this one's all about staying true to what they've written. You know what, Jake? You haven't mentioned one of the biggest characters who is a real fan favorite here, though. Cass <laughs> or Crowley? Castiel. He calls him Cass. That's what he's called in the show. I don't know what that is. So Castiel is an angel that shows up in season four. He's he's, he's the guy wearing trench coat, the trench coat. He's the third dude in the pictures. Yes, Castiel. Because every dude. time I pull up pictures of Supernatural, I'm like, I just want Sam and Dean. Throw another third no, no, guy no. in there. Fans love Castiel. Yeah, mm. yeah. They can't. I mean, yeah. It's hard to get rid. You of can't them. separate them. Yeah, you really. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I want to talk about what's actually going on in the show right now, but I won't. Um, Thank you. But uh, your but restraint no, is appreciated. Yeah. Well, Cass has this fantastic entrance. And I mean, the show starts and Dean's like, no, angels can't be real. And Sam's like, you're stupid because demons are real. Angels are probably real. We have a hundred times more lore on angels than we do on anything else. Like they have to be. And no, that's stupid. And then they show up because the demons get a little bit too far ahead. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge, cool entrance. And it works. It works by some miracle. I just want to bring it back to another basic thing again. Because you talk about how these guys go around hunting demons. What does that mean? Like, how do they hunt demons? Like with the Ghostbusters, they have their ghost packs. There, with, there's, yeah. Uh, and I think we need to bring it back there. This Depending is, this on the demon. Geek, this is geeky stuff, but. Usually a blade. Yeah, there's a demon a blade. blade. Like a, well, a holy blade. They actually, they, they upgraded finally to a, to a blade, which is the demon blade that they had, which a demon actually gave them, which, you know. And the demon plots. blade kills demons. So, for, so yeah. for example. Because the part I'm at now, they basically use a shotgun with salt in it. So, no, that's for, the ghosts. That's for ghosts. So, <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's say a demon has possessed somebody. When you stab it's them so in the chest. It's so fun to be on this side of the table. I know. <laughs> you geeks. <laughs> oh. You nerds. But for, forever, man, what they have to do. They, when you stab a demon in the chest, for example, then the black Goo will go yeah. like, oh, and scream up to the sky, and the demon spirit will go somewhere else. The demon's fine. So the demon's fine. Yeah, in that situation, the demon's fine. Um, but that's pre-demon blade. Um, so what it would be is they would have exorcisms and things like that, and uh, that's how they got rid of demons. And holy water would bug them, and then they got the demon blade, which actually killed the demon. Oh, you're right. Yes. Okay. So that that would be like no, we're actually ending this demon well, right now with the, this blade. The reason I asked that's, that's early. I, I found three. it interesting, and I want to know if this continues because. At the beginning, it's like they have to find how to get rid of the demon, and they use a bunch of different methods. They look it up in a book, and they're like, hey, in Dad's mm-hmm. journal, it says we need to do this and this and this, and they'll try it. It won't work exactly right because they're doing something wrong, and then they'll find a way to get him. 
I'm worried though now after you said that that it's just going to be magical demon blade taking care of everything from then on. No, no, no. this is not a sonic screwdriver. There's okay. no there's nothing Ooh, Doctor like that. Who reference. Yeah. Well, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that I mean those are the story arcs. We're getting kind of into the weeds, but you know the thing kind of a lot. <laughs> here's the, here's the thing, the listener. Here's the thing that charms me about the show is Charmed. It, is its is its quips. It's funny. It's it not only is it meta like we said, it's self-referential and things like that, but I'll just I'll just let me just take you back. It's, this is Jacob 10 years ago. Funny is giving it too little credit. It really is. And actually. I'm not even saying like it's hilarious. It's rewarding. It hate, rewards you for Ken paying. Funny. No, it, no, that's the thing. It's not just that's like a one liner. It rewards you for paying attention. Yeah. There are things that Dean says that you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's a great reference to what just happened, you mm-hmm. know, an episode ago. Yeah. Or he'll just casually, you know, it's it's in its character yeah. humor as well. Yeah. Everything He's is just consistent. written so well. So that's that's I'll give you that. That's actually what I'm going to do. I'm going to give an example from that. This is from the pilot is Dean goes to get Sam to try and find their missing father. And while they're out, Sam is really super whiny because he's always whiny. And uh, <laughs> no, seriously, 13 seasons in, he's never smiled once. Yeah, he's but always then why, whiny. Why do you want him in the show if he's an unlikable character? Because he's the mope. He's still he's still likable. He's just not as likable. Um, anyway, it's all about the Dean. It really kind of is. Dean's he, he's, he's Han Solo is what he is. And okay. um, I like that comparison. Yeah, it's that's actually uh, why you took the job. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. They said we need a Han Solo type. He's like, oh, cool. Because he, he was going to be Sam. And they're like, we need a Han Solo. He's like, I can do that. Yeah, they're like, we don't want you to be the mopey one. Um, Okay, so back to the pilot. I'm watching, and they're starting to have this emotional dialogue. And I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this cliche to hit me in the face because I'm I'm really, like I said, I don't have much. I I can't stand stupid pilots, right? I'm like, I'm just waiting for this show to disappoint me. They do. (laughs) (laughs) They really do. And so Sam starts talking, and you're like, oh, crap, it's going to go down right here. And Dean just holds up his hand, and he's like, no chick flick, no chick flick moments, man. And that's the end of it. They move on. It's over. And I'm like, hmm, go on. Right. And, and the show just progresses and it just keeps that tone. And it's just those sort of jokes that just keep hitting and landing. Like, I just love them. Okay. Can I just bring up a real, yeah. uh, an odd tangent of a may, a Joel twist, Ooh, if you will. A Joel twist. A Joel twist, if you will. In the past, we've equated characters to Bacon Sale, mm-hmm. each of us being something. On the Mystery Science Theater show, for example, Kent was Croty Robot, you were Servo, I was Joel, obviously, or Mike. Right. You're Cass, for sure. I'm Cass yeah. in this. Yeah. And then Kent would be? He's got to be Sam. Oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? No. Dude, I'm straight up Dean. Dude, I am... You... What? You're like, hold you're on. Like, Joel, you're asking the guy? This is like saying, do you want to be the best? Look, Yeah, just, I want to be the I best. Get, no, look, I Jacob look, likes just, the twist. Just, just height alone. I think you guys are like, it's right there. Oh, height? Yeah. This is my beautiful butt cut that I have that I share with Sam as your, well. Your hair's pretty nice, yeah. You did say cut, right? If anyone's... <laughs> if, if anyone's the cynical one here, Jake... <laughs> it's me. It's, I'd be Dean. That's, that's pretty clear. That you two are fighting over this. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm Dean. <laughs> uh, no, Dean. Dean. He said every t- like I've had this happen before, where I'm like, holy crap, I connect with Dean so much because I would be thinking of a line, and then that's the line they've written for Dean, and I'm like, man, I love this show. Darn it. So, but do I you, could, but do you could, love it because you're hearing it from your brother? 
that you're, you're Sam and you're feeling. Yeah, to, that I would be speaking to you that way. Me oh. being Dean, you're way more Sam than. than Are you kidding than me? I am. You're way more Sam than you're, me. You're much more. Only Samantha. lately, now that I'm dating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, you're right. I am Sam. <laughs> oh, All right, funny good stuff. Good twist. Oh, I see no. why you like these, Jacob. <laughs> uh, Okay, here's here's another fact. Guys, I have actually so much material here. I'm not sure how I'm going to get through all of it. Just start uh, burning through it. We'll, all right. we'll get what we can. All right, time to start burning. Snapping the fingers. Okay. Burn it. Burn it like Sam okay. and Eve's mom. <gasps> what? Too soon? Can I just and say, Sam's though? girlfriend. I do really want to get... I think it, we need to focus real quick on what are the three episodes people should start on. Hold because on, hold, no, I've got too much to get through before that. that, oh, that that's oh, a closer. This is your show, Jake. That's you a know? closer. That's a closer. So Carry on, Wayward look, Son. Look, you mentioned something earlier about it being a CW show, and I said I wanted to talk about how it's different. Right? Yes, because in, in my example, like uh, iZombie and Flash and Arrow, all of those shows started out really good. Oh, iZombie gets bad? Well, it just turns into more CW, uh, where it's all about the love well, triangles, all about the so mistaken this is, that, I just I cannot wait to talk about that, well, because Supernatural, it, oh, you have something I was good? just going to say, I feel like this is a tier one, or a tier two show, but it's a tier one CW show. For sure. Which is funny. Would you go to a tier two show? It, it's the best CW show Would you say far. it's a tier but, one show no, Would you like say altogether? it's a tier two show, like overall? Or would you say tier one? Hold on, let me think about it. Yes, it is a tier one show, and it's for... Better or worse than Galavant? It's for subtle. It's definitely better than Galavant. Galavant's only okay. Like, I only just want yeah, to like defend America's it from you saying it was videos terrible. Is better than Galavant. So. <laughs> yes, nothing, is. nothing <laughs> is worse <laughs> than America's Funniest Home Videos. Nothing. 25 seasons and running. <laughs> Probably won a few Emmys. Probably oh, so. Oh, that's gross. Anyway. I'm looking up how many seasons America's Funniest Videos has. So go ahead. So we talk about these guys and, you know, like there's the, you know, beefcake appeal or whatever for these two dudes. And the That's fact the first is, time beefcake appeal has ever been said on bacon sale. <laughs> this <laughs> 28, 28, by the way. But the fact is that 28 seasons for America's Funniest Videos. These guys, these guys don't have love triangles. They don't even take off their clothes ever. I, I actually just saw an episode, though, where like Dean was trying to get with this girl and it was bothering Sam because he was spending all our time with her. That's because you're in season negative four or something. I don't know. Two. But two. Yeah. So they're, they I'm have, surprised you didn't know that. They have they have Dean. Uh, there, there is some like, but it's not carried over. It's like an episode. Yeah, it is. And it's only in the first few seasons and then they just drop it entirely. Okay. Because it's like, no, that's not what this is about. There's no love triangles. There's no whininess. There's no like, I thought you said Sam was whiny, explicit sex stuff. No, I mean, whiny as far as, uh, like terrible dialogue that's just written like, oh no, we're having a baby. What do we do? You know, or the only (laughs) secrets they're keeping from each other is like, I'm cursed. Like, things are bad, and I don't know if I want to tell my brother right now. That's what kind of where I yeah. too, where Sam uh, is having some issues, and he doesn't want to tell Dean about them. Yeah, and they'll, no, kinda, that, that they'll jump. Yeah. No, and in fact, there's there's a long trend through, like, some of the middle seasons, which is a weird thing to say, um, where it's Sam has a, a secret for a season, then Dean has a secret for a season. And it's a, it goes back and forth, like, three or four CW. seasons. But it's, it's almost like a Harry Potter thing where if they just talked to Dumbledore and, you know, said... Hey, what if, what would happen if we did this? And he would tell them, but they don't tell him until the end of this the movie. I was wondering how many circles of geekdom we'd get into today. We're, we're doing pretty <laughs> like, good. There's no there's no love triangles though. Like that 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 has never happened. Would you consider people that watch Supernatural geeks? Like, is is it a geeky show? Honestly, no, I don't personally. Maybe 
somebody else would, but for me, this stuff is super approachable. It's, I mean, it's as approachable well, as the horror genre itself. I feel like horror, I, I love horror comedies, and so I feel like that's, that's like the not best as genre geeky. ever. Yeah, horror comedy is just awesome. It's, it's cultish, but not geeky. Yeah, I mean, okay. and they, they just, they're just having fun. Like, I mean, they wanted Bruce Campbell to come in and play their dad, right? It didn't work out, but I mean, that's the sort of like stuff that they just want to do. They already had a dad. Negan. Yeah. Oh, no. Who's, yeah. by the way, he's only 12 years older than Jensen Ackles. Yeah, isn't that funny? Jeffrey Dean Morgan is only 12 years older. Wow. And his mom's only nine years older. What the weird? Yeah. It's Why, casting. This show took an odd turn. Uh, now? Now? Okay. Wincest? All right. Yes. Now, look. I'm going to burn through some of these Why things. Why don't you have to bring that up again? <laughs> Wincest. It is. It's a thing. Um, it's not. <laughs> it is, unfortunately. Um uh, Okay, so here's one of the running running gags. This is just an example. Now these are, these are throwaway jokes that you just kind of delight in. You blink and you miss them, right? Okay. But they have aliases. Uh, Sam and Dean go. You've probably seen a little bit of this. They show up as FBI agents and they give fake names. That's like psych. Like yes. That, like I'm. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So until Except this is so-and-so. what what Supernatural or what Sam and Dean do is they they do references, right? They they give sort of props. They uh, it's Easter eggs. And it's, it's usually hard rock. Um, like I was going to say. Uh, yeah, it's like, I'm uh, Agent Page, I'm Agent Plant. Yeah. But, but yeah, exactly. That's exactly, exactly what Psych does. So one you'll really like, though, is, and this is this is season one, right? So Dean says he's Ted Nugent when he's being interrogated by the police. But it's actually a Fletch reference because of Fletch doing that, right? right. Then in season four, Dean introduces uh, both of the brothers as county code enforcement officers, uh, Babar and Stanwick. Which that is, is that's a Fletch reference, which as is well. another Fletch Mr. reference. Bar and Alan Stanwyck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and we've got. So I'm just going to burn through some of these, right? So Dean introduced himself uh, and Sam as U.S. Wildlife Service agents Ford and Hamill. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars, right, right? Star Wars. Here, let's see if I can guess these. Okay, so here's another one for you, Joel. There's a werewolf episode, and uh, Dean says that he and Sam are detectives Landis and Dante. John Landis from. Uh, uh, Director. Wolf and Le- Director of American Wolf London. That's and then right. Dante, Dante's Inferno. Joe oh, no, Dante. Joe, da- Joe Dante. Yep. Joe Dante yeah. directed The Howling. Okay, so they pretend to be uh, phone company uh, reps that go by the uh, names uh, Campbell and Raimi. Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi from Evil Dead series. Here's a hard one for you. Dean, I think it's Dean, introduced himself as uh, Wedge Antilles. That's Star Wars. That's Star Wars. That's, yeah. a, that's a really subtle one. He's like the spider pilot. Subtle. I think Jacob thinks that's subtle. I, I thought it was yeah, a that's, subtle that's one. Very no. cute. You didn't. Okay. Or Biggs and Wedge would have, you know. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Bobby, who you don't know, uses the name Frank Castle. Uh, that's the Punisher. That's mm-hmm. the Punisher. Oh, you're going to like this one too, Joel. This is, these are all ones to win you over, right? Mm-hmm. In uh, season seven, as the episode called The Girl Next Door, it's all about uh, human like creatures called Kitsunes. Now, the Kitsune thereafter actually has an alias as well, whose name is Amy Pond. Ah, Doctor Who reference. Yeah. Now, when Charlie enters the series, now Charlie is uh, Felicia Day. And okay. she, she's a super nerd, and she's freaking adorable on the show, is what she is, because... <laughs> I believe super nerds would say fracking adorable. Fracking yes, adorable. indeed. <laughs> yeah, they probably would. So she has a whole bunch, more than I'm even going to name. She has one where she poses as, or she calls the guys agents Hicks and Ripley. You got that one? Is that Alien? Mm-hmm. It is Alien, yeah. yeah. Aliens, yeah. actually. Yeah, aliens. Add <laughs> <laughs> the yes. Okay, here's another one. Uh, no, that's uh, Stark and Banner is another one. That's uh, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Okay, here's, an, here's, a, here's a tougher one, right? Nigel Tufnell. Dean introduced himself as Nigel Tufnell from the Chicago Tribune. Oh, Who is that? That sounds familiar, actually, to me. That's I don't know it either. It's the lead guitarist from Spinal Tap. Ah! Oh, that's Nigel. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, here's here's another one. Uh, <laughs> Shapeshifter refers to Jamie and Dean, somebody else in the show, as Mina and Jonathan Hark- uh, Harker. Oh, you know, I just saw this. You did with your kids. Yeah, you'll know this one. That's that's uh, oh, that's uh, Dracula. That's yep. Dracula. Yeah. Yep, yep. So uh, this just goes on and on and on. I'm just thrilled by this. So here's some other passing references. Uh, (laughs) Styx, Van Halen, Metallica, I said Metallica, Led Zeppelin, The Police, uh, Bob Marley, Aerosmith, Walker, Texas Ranger, Clint Eastwood, Motorhead, Jason Bourne, uh, Special Agent Smith, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, ACDC, Bon Jovi, Rolling Stones, Poison, Kiss, Heart, Genesis, Elvis, Eagles, Black Sabbath, The Who, Back to the Future, Patrick Swayze, and Dean even says, I just Swayzeed that family friendly. (laughs) But you know, it's um, it, the weird thing is that Foo Fighters beat all those for some dumb reason. <laughs> Foo Fighters? What does that mean? It's a callback to our 90s music here's, okay. here's the thing, though, Jake. You're, you're kind of saying, isn't it smart it's making all these references? It does this without being the Big Bang Theory. Oh, my gosh. It without does it, just throwing it at you and going, Doctor Who, isn't that so funny? It does it. Doesn't it, that sound familiar to you? This is, this is why it's a tier one show. Is because it knows how to do this and do it right. Uh, often, you won't even see this. They do it just for their own amusement. They'll flip up badges and they don't say anything. And then people will freeze frame these things, zoom in and find out that they say, you know, Frank Castle or whatever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, and that's how they find out, right? And then some, like Samuel Coleridge is another one I have on here who a lot of people probably won't know, but he's a romantic, a British romantic author from like the 1800s. Kent's right. I mean, that is a pretty long list, right? I was just having a little bit of fun with that. But they do it. They do it so well. And again, this is this is why the show works so well is they know how to deliver it. And most people don't. Okay. So, but Jacob, can I ask you a question? I'm ready. Why do you love the show? Like, why should people watch it? Like, we've talked a lot about, you know, fun and funny and stuff like that. But what is it? What is it about the show that makes you love it? I guess the heart of it is because I mean, you mentioned it's funny. You mentioned it's clever. Okay, here's the reason: it stays fresh, and it's a miracle that it can do that. That in fact, the thing I normally say when I watch another episode, I'll, it'll end and I'm like, man, how do they do it? How do they do that again? Like, it's not like it's the best episode I've ever seen and I'm not just blown away and I can't stop thinking about it. It was like, man, that was really entertaining. And how can they possibly do that? You know, 13 seasons in. Is it your favorite show currently on TV? Uh, currently on TV? Probably. I don't know. I really like the good place right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, of all time? No, it's where, not of where, all time. Where would this rank in your greatest it, TV shows of all time? Top five, top ten? It might be in the. It probably be five in the top five, something like that. Well, okay. because that's high. Um, just because of Little House on the Prairie be number one, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's my life, guys. <laughs> I lived that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's only because of its undiability, right? Is it's it's just invincible. You made it, up a word. It, it can it can just keep going. I'll allow it. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, the reason I like it, it stays fresh. It stays humble which okay. is actually really cool. And it's not just the show isn't, it makes fun of itself. Like it's so meta that it. So it's like a modern day Dr. So, Quinn medicine woman. <laughs> no. For me, and this is maybe why I'm not leading this show. It, it is why, because generally when I'm like editing the podcast, for example, on the weekends, I'll turn on a background show. Thanks for doing that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you got it. But, or if I'm writing, I'll turn on a background show where I don't need to listen. It doesn't even need to be a show that I've, I've seen before to be white noise, like Arrow. I'll have Arrow on in the background. I don't need to turn up the volume because I don't care. This is awkward. I've kind of broken up with Arrow. I know you have. But Supernatural, I'll try that too. I'll be like, yeah, it's the middle of season six. I don't care if I don't really watch. I'll turn the volume down really low and I'll kind of catch what's going on between the villains, Castiel and Sam and Dean. And then 
I'll kind of look up every once in a while and be like, oh, this seems like a good episode. Or, or it just seems like there's a story arc happening here. And then I'll be like, well, there goes everything I'm doing. I'm turning up the volume, just watching it now. So yep. it's, it's halfway between filler and a background show. Then it becomes compelling. No, I was in that spot for a long time before I was like really into the show or yeah. really, really appreciated. I should say it was like I would try to just have it on the background, but you just can't. It was like, oh, man, this is just a little too good. And that could be one of the reasons I don't watch it as as much is because a lot of shows I'm doing other stuff. I'm, you know, writing my journal or, or cleaning up or whatever. But uh, this show, I actually felt like I needed to pay attention to. And I just have I keep saying I don't have enough time to do that. Yeah. It, Another reason. And I'll, I'll, this is probably where why it's taken me so long is that it's not pulling me from episode to episode each episode which i don't understand how that's how it's well, not honestly like, I'm, I'm about well, two and comes, a half seasons in you come from the school of lost right where it's like every episode ends with a cliffhanger like a 24 it doesn't have to be a cliffhanger because i mean like for example the good place it was kind of interesting to be like oh where are they going to go next as kind of the mm-hmm. thing but and this in each episode i've watched of supernatural i've liked i haven't disliked it but it's not like i feel like oh i want to watch one more just one more like i don't feel that compulsion to watch the next episode. And maybe that's why it's taken me so long, but I do plan I actually on understand that. It. Yeah. The show kind of just, it doesn't like pull you along. It just kind of says, no, it's up to you to watch the next one. You're going to get some resolution here, but along the way, there may be a filler episode or that's an true. ending that just that's actually true. ends. I well, can see that. What I wanted to ask though, it was, you said I should be there now. Cause I'm, like I I'd said, say, a third through the second season. I mean, like, I'm trying to remember what's happening right now. I mean, I think Sam and Demon Blood and Powers or something, right? Something right like now. that, yeah. Probably. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, at that point, I think it's starting to pick up. Like, that's that's where it starts to pick up for me. Okay. Other people, they don't think it's till a little later. Um, but for me, season one was okay. Because season one, it really is Monster of the Week. Each one's a new folklore that I'd heard of, like, oh, I know this story. And then seeing how it played out. Shouldn't you be so into that at the same time? And it was. It was a lot of fun. But that's why a lot of times I only watch it during October. Because I'm like, oh, I want some. I I try to watch something scary every day in in October, whether that be a movie or a YouTube video or listen to a podcast, something. And Supernatural is my go-to for, like, I need something quick, 45 minutes. Here we go. Yeah. But I just haven't really. It Joel, honestly, it gets to a point that when... Let's say in season nine, they go back to hunting a monster of the week randomly. You're like, well, this seems weird. They used to, this used to be the whole show uh-huh. because it's so story arc hmm. influenced, which is kind of kind of hard. You but can't they, just but jump they in have now. Standalone episodes though. They do. Okay, what I'd like to do next. This will just take a second, really. But their episode titles, obviously, they have hundreds, literally hundreds, to choose from. How many episodes have there been of Supernatural? Do you know? Uh, literally right now, I think 279, like they're just shy of 300. I know, but yeah, that's really close. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. In fact, I've got a good story about that. Darn it. I'm going to 264. S- wow. Wow. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah, it is a lot. Buffy of Buffy only had 144. Okay. Speaking of that, I'm going to, I'm going to go for this funny fact before I give you the titles. So Misha Collins, who plays Castiel, he stated that at the hundredth episode party, someone said, uh, quote, maybe we'll see you at the 200th. And everyone laughed at the idea, thinking the show would be long gone by that time. And the party for the 200th episode was in October of 2014. Yeah, crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, no one no one dreamed that it would be anything like this. Uh, okay, so here's here's some of the episode titles. Uh, Live Free or Twy Hard, which is a Twilight reference. It's funny. And it's an episode about <laughs> vampires. Yeah. Right? Plucky Penny Whistles, Magical Menagerie. Uh, now, this is about a... Uh, 
well, it's kind of about an evil clown and uh, some other stuff that goes haywire. In fact, I'm going to mention this episode later because it's a, it's a pretty good standalone. Mm-hmm. Mannequin 3, The Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's for next pitch show. <laughs> uh, Shut Up, Dr. Phil is another episode title. The Girl with Dungeons and Dragons Tattoo. It's good. Like it's it. really good. Yeah. Uh, the Born Again Identity. Uh, LARP and the Real Girl. Hey, Lars very good. We get yeah. Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah. Uh, swap Meat, but it's M E A T. Huh. Yeah. And finally, Chris Angel is a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's what's the name of the show? <laughs> yeah. What's the name of the episode? Yeah. The episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, I just since you were just talking about that, and I was listening, but uh, list of longest running scripted U.S. primetime television series. Like what has the most seasons? You can probably guess the number one of primetime right. television. Doctor Who? No. U.S. Primetime. Oh, Simpsons. Simpsons, yes. yes. But Supernatural comes in about 20th place in uh, most seasons. I was actually quite impressed. Oh, ever? ever? Yeah. Like it's, it's, I mean, there's ones above it like uh, Gunsmoke and Law and & Order and Family Guy and Dallas. But uh, Supernatural, I think it's the only CW show in the top 20. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been around. It's honestly, I mean... I think in a way it beat out my three sons. It's cooler now than it was in say season season seven or eight or something. It's just like wow, this show's been a long, around so a long time. So for the real people who play Sam and Dean, do you think they're just fine with these roles that they're not really going to play anyone else in their careers? Do you think that's just life for them? Like they've they're they're now executive producers on the show. They got to be making a pretty good nest egg going on thirteen seasons. No, Definitely, they, but, they are. Yeah. But do you think any either of them have aspirations? Well, especially like Jensen Ackles, who could really play. He could do other stuff. A ton of characters, and I mean, he was Man considered Crush Monday. Well, come on. <laughs> well, he was considered. Uh, he was in the top three or something considerations for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. What's what's that character's name? I'm forgetting. Star Lord. Star Lord, right? Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Thanks. Um, You're welcome. And of course, I mean, it, he, he lost out, but I think Jensen Eccles would have done great as Actually, Star Wars. Actually, if, if I was to pitch a Nathan Drake movie, an Uncharted movie, Jensen Eccles would play him. He'd be at the top of the list, yes. for sure. He'd be great But he's that. a TV actor, and they, there is like a, I guess, a lower perception of t- TV actors, especially on the There's, CW. Yeah, but so is uh, Peter George Quill. Clooney. You know, and That's George true. Clooney. Yeah, he's yeah. got a point. Yeah, and he was just, uh, you know, the fat jokester, right? I mean... I loved him as Fat Andy. Yeah, he, that's but, probably but his, I also liked him as his best role, Andy honestly. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Man Crush Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's uh, here's some other cool facts that I think... Actually, let's do these Easter eggs. In season two, Linda Blair guest stars as a detective investigating the brothers. Linda Blair, who played uh, the, ex- the little girl in The Exorcist. At the end of the episode, she says, I need you two uh, out there doing what you do best. I know I'll sleep better at night, which is a... A nod to her role as, you know, Regan, yeah, in The Exorcist. Alex Regan. <laughs> no. <laughs> so as the brothers walk away, Dean says, does she look familiar to you? Then he exclaims that he's craving uh, pea soup, which is... Oh, pea soup. Yeah, what, what she vomited, yeah. Season two, episode 12, it's called, uh, episode's called Night Shifter. So Sam and Dean are disguised as FBI agents um, and has a picture of a, in a magazine, these guys are showing a picture of a humanoid metal robot or a mandroid as uh, Ron insists calling it, uh, with the caption Cyberman. Uh, both the name Cyberman and the likeness of the robot are references to Doctor, Doctor, Who. Who. Doctor Who. 
He's baiting us now. I know. Doctor Who! Uh, Cybermen! It's kind of funny how many references there were. So, uh, Jared Padalecki, actually, who is Sam, played in the terrible House of Wax remake with Paris Hilton. He was in that? Yeah, he was. Hmm. Um, so, at the end of the episode... I, would, I wouldn't say terrible. So, Just, they had they had actually... You like it? No, there were some creepy moments in it that yeah. kind of made it worth watching. Paris Hilton movie. Yeah. Well, Paris Hilton comes in 2009, uh, season five, she comes on to Supernatural. As a guest star. Paris Hilton did? Uh-huh. She's bad in that, too. Yeah. But, uh, Dean says... Uh, she was terrible in Veronica Mars, too. Uh, Dean says, I've never seen House of Wax. And, uh, and that's just a reference at the end uh, because Jerry Packer, like he was in it. Here's the last one of these Easter eggs that I really liked. So, and this is recent. This is season 11. So, Sam's in the cage with Lucifer. And the cage is the place where Lucifer's stuck in hell. And Sam's stuck there right now. Uh, not right now, but at that point. And Sam asks Lucifer what he would do if he ever gets out of there. And he responds with this really quick quip, which is move to L.A., solve crimes. Yeah. Uh, which is a reference to the CBS show Lucifer. Ah. Yeah. Um, it's Fox. Yeah. Is it Fox? Yeah, it's Fox. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So we talked about the awards. We've talked about the fans. We've talked about some episode titles. Guys, I think it's time we start recommending some episodes. And these are episodes that you can watch whether you're a fan of the show or not. Uh, I would I would almost say these are the gateway episodes like we do like we did for Doctor Who, okay, as well. Kind of like we, where we said Blink was yeah, the one Blink. to watch, and that was in season three. Give you no idea of the show. Yeah, whereas with Doctor Who, it was kind of tough to recommend Rose, which was the season one. I say in quote marks episode the one, reboot, yeah, because it's kind of hard to watch. Whereas this show, I think it is really strong in the first season because it sets this basis for. They're monster hunters, mm-hmm. and in this first one, you get enough mythology, you get enough history, and there's also a ghost in the in the episode, and it's a very strong episode. This is the pilot of Supernatural, which we referenced, yeah. and it's tragic, it's funny, and it's scary. You're saying the pilot is one that people could the start The pilot off. should be your first one. It. I completely agree. I completely okay. agree. The pilot is strong. Um, I've seen the pilot showing it to other people, mm-hmm. I don't know, six, seven times. That first part is pretty horrifying. Like, that was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Like, eye-opening. Well, and the, the ending as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Because uh-huh. remember, so we'll just ruin it. Sam, at the end of the episode, he goes, okay, we solved that mystery of this ghost woman. It's like a Scooby-Doo episode almost. It's like, okay, we're and all done. And he's like, I'm going home because I don't care about hanging out with a brother I haven't seen for years. And then he goes home and tragedy strikes just like it did in the past. It's a big oh, twist. And it is. You think the episode's over and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that that really. It propels the it entire hurts. show from that point on. It does. Yep. So, Ken, I'd actually like to hear your episode suggestions. So, beyond the pilot, I'd say Bloody Mary would be the next one. Which uh, season is that? It's still season one. Yeah, I've seen that one. And actually, every one I'm going to recommend would be probably a season one or two. Okay, so nothing... I I have have some others. I have favorites later on in the show, which are the better episodes, but the ones that are the gateway. For example, Bloody Mary would be in season one. And this is basically a game of Bloody Mary. It's like what you do at every sleepover. You're like... I think that's how it's yeah right. It starts out uh, a bunch of girls. We just watch Medea movies, right? (laughs) It's like go in the mirror and say Bloody Mary, and then when they do, and they're like, "Oh, nothing happened," and then you know, like a parent dies in the next scene, and it's horrific. Yes, they die in a horrific way. It it explains what's behind the legend, and it kind of in forty two minutes gives you this short, scary story that really makes you afraid of mirrors for a little bit. Also, the clown one is fantastic. It is where a clown follows this kid home. Oh, yeah. And they invite him in. Yes. I've seen that one. Yeah, that one's good. And it kills his parents. That's early on, too. It's gross. 
three in a row you've talked about killing parents. You got yeah. issues you want to work well, out here, buddy? <laughs> and then also there's one in season two called The Mystery Spot. And this one... Yeah, that one's on my list. This one is essentially... Well, I, you which, know... That's, th- which episode? That's season, uh, season two. Uh, season two. In this one, you know the characters by now. Season and he, three, Mystery Spot. Is it season three? Uh-huh. So Dean, it's basically Groundhog Day, and Dean dies a whole bunch of times and has to relive yeah. the same day. And we, it's a trope we've seen before, but it plays it off so comedically. Uh, X-Files did that. Ex- oh, no, this this show borrows a ton from the X-Files. It borrows from everywhere. That's the whole idea. I mean, except when you get into de- demon and angel lore, which is, yeah. nobody's done that. So this is actually Sam reliving this day over and over again and seeing his brother die all these times. And these guys have died. I can't even, I wonder if there's a count how many times these I'm guys sure, have died no, in the show. There is, yeah. Yeah, but those would be the three. I would say Bloody Mary. The clown one's great as well, but Mystery Spot, Bloody Mary, and the pilot. And Dean's got like 154 and Sam's got like two. Exactly. Something like right. that, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they like killing Dean. Yeah, they Your recommendations, Jacob? Uh, yeah, okay, so... Yeah, the uh, the mystery spot is is a really good one. Uh, the Groundhog Day one, also Bad Day at Black Rock. That can be a standalone. Uh, which this, one is that one? That's the Lucky Rabbit Foot. Oh yep. Which uh, which uh, season is that? That is season three. Okay. And uh, so what happens is that uh, Sam finds a Lucky Rabbit Foot and things start going really well, and then they find out that when they're separated from the rabbit foot basically luck tries to counteract everything good that's happened to them Ah, that's a fun concept it is a ton of fun and uh, dean takes advantage of the rabbit foot right at the end uh, to use it to his advantage to save sam and it's just it's comedic and it's funny and it's kind of tense um it's in in standalone there's no story arcs there okay and that one that's a good like that's a good funny one uh Folsom prison blues is season two and that's just right ahead of you this Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. yeah, and this one, the you don't know what's going on, but the the, the brothers are in prison uh, just right from the beginning. You're like, what is happening? And then they finally start to reveal, and they've they've been sent in to basically suss out this ghost that's haunting there. Hmm. And it's kind of a creepy episode. I do love creepy. Uh, it, yeah, it, it works pretty well, I think. Okay, here's here's another one that's just great is uh, Tall Tales. Uh, that's season two, episode fifteen. I'm getting close on a lot of these. You are getting close, actually. Now, there's really only one reason I really like this show is because there's a different, I think he's called the trickster. I don't know if they reveal who he is yet at this point, but he... He's the Q. Yeah, he's basically Q. That's actually a really good reference. Well done. Oh, Joel Joel wouldn't know this, but Q from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Isn't he... um, I know who he is, though. Discord from My Little Pony. Is that who it is? (laughs) (laughs) So many fandoms. He's in Gremlins, too, I think. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. So we're only in season two, and these guys start to get meta. Like, this this might be the first time where I see them getting really meta, and I'm enjoying it, because he has them relive the day and reenacting each other uh, as they see the other brother. Mm-hmm. And so the actor has to just make fun of themselves like crazy. Like, Sam, like, really amps up the whininess. <laughs> and Dean doesn't stop eating the whole time, which is a running joke. Dean is always eating. Like, there's always a pie. This there's always like a hamburger. And, uh, you know, just these running things. Anyway, that, that show for that reason, like that, that won me over in a big way uh, right there in season two. If there's someone that's like, I just want to see how it is now. I don't want to go back 13 years in a television show and, and hopefully like it. There's one in season 11 called Baby. And it's from the perspective of their car, Baby. That's, that's a, it's that's the 67 Impala. Baby? Yes. Yeah. And it is, it's a Monster of the Week episode in season 11. But it, the whole thing is, is unusual angles, just from the car's perspective. And it never leaves the car because the car is actually their home. It's yeah. their home base throughout it, the entire show. It basically show. has its own identity in the show. Yes. Is is the car. And actually, the, Great the, I would say the car, I'm not going to give too much about this episode away, but the car is in probably 
the best episode. It's it's the car's perspective at the beginning of the best episode of the series, which is called Swan Song. Yeah. It's the end of this. It's season five finale. Wait, wait. So the car... Which is a Led Zeppelin reference, by the way. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. The, the episode in, in season 11 is an episode in season five? Sorry, sorry. There's two times where the, the show has been seen from the car's perspective. Oh, okay. So season 11 is the whole episode. Season five, the beginning of the episode, there's this whole prologue. And you see everything, like calamity happening from the car's perspective, only for the beginning. Interesting. And it's in an amazing episode f- because the show was meant to end Just at season five. Off. Just that they pull it off is amazing. Yes. And they do. Another one, this is good for Easter eggs and stuff as well, is Shut Up, Dr. Phil, which is I mentioned earlier. It's season seven, uh, but they actually have James Marsters and uh, Charisma Carpenter on. From yeah, the Whedonverse, from Buffy. Yep, and, from Buffy, yeah. yeah. And they're these super old, he's he's a warlock and she's a witch and they're having marital problems. And <laughs> it's just kind of funny. And they're easy. That's why there's a whole Dr. Phil thing because they're trying to counsel him through it. Yeah. Do they make a Buffy reference in there? Probably, right? Yeah, they oh, do. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, actually, let me mention Plucky Penny Whistle's Magical Menagerie one more time. Miss Megorium's Wonder Emporium? It's pretty much right. <laughs> yes. This, this one, this is a standalone. You can totally watch this one. Sam's really afraid of clowns. And it's basically Chuck E. Cheese characters turn evil. And it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So this is a good one. Okay, so finally, the best episode that they've done. The best episode of Supernatural ever. This is one that you can watch without... Is not one I would recommend. Some people say you can. I don't recommend watching this one without knowing the show. Okay. But I'm going to give you just this peek because it's it works. It's in season six. It's episode 15. It's called The French Mistake. Oh, it's so good. And Kent, yeah, Kent knows exactly what this is. Is it about Gerard Depardieu? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> On a plane. It, it's, it's biography. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't go well. So in The French Mistake, uh, Sam and Dean are trying to get away from this evil angel pursuing them. And a good angel comes and helps and throws them into another dimension and throws them through a window. And as they crash through the window, they're suddenly on the set of a TV show. Everyone looks at them and they're like clapping. They're like, well done. And they're playing, and in this alternate world, they're playing an actor, Jensen Eccles, and an actor, Jared Padalecki, um, who work on a TV show called Supernatural. And it's very meta. Oh my gosh, is it meta. And so they're trying to figure out what's going on. They have to pretend to be actors. So you're watching them acting bad because they're not actors. Their characters aren't actors, right? Right. Um, While they're trying to make the show and they make fun of the show constantly. Yes. And I mean, just relentlessly. And it's right on point every single time. You you see Jared Padalecki's actual wife, who we met on the show. She was in, she was a... (laughs) She was a character who died early in one of these seasons. Who uh-huh. Sam held and Dean stabbed. Uh, and uh, she's a demon. She's and, an evil And one. you see her on set. She's like, hey, Jared, you know, Jared, she's talking to him. And it's like just really funny. Like, oh, I remember. I remember her, her from two seasons ago. Right. <laughs> He's married her in real life. Right. Huh. And so, but so Dean's like, really, Sam, you married Ruby? Really? <laughs> and uh, anyway, yeah. And it just goes on and they make fun of it and. Uh, a lot of people die in the alternate world or in yes. the real world, and uh, and that's pretty amusing too. But uh, that is by far the very best one. I do you can watch it, but you're really not going to get all the references unless you've been watching the show. Yeah, that sounds like the one the, you build up. To. I really think what, the sh- what the season is that six. Okay. The show is at its best when it knows what it is. Yeah. There are three specific, maybe four episodes where it does play on every. You know, it goes meta, and the show is strongest when it does that. And that leads up to the 200th episode, which is the musical, which is all about, you know, this girl's school playing Sam and Dean Castiel. It's great. Okay, guys, I have my four reasons, and I mentioned a couple of these earlier, 
for why this show is good. And it's worth four reasons. Your attention listener. I believe Ken okay? and I both gave five reasons <laughs> you, for our shows. <laughs> you did. I'll fill in the blank. I've talked enough though, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of enjoy it. I'm this like is the most Jacob's ever talked on a show. Yeah, it probably sure. is. It probably is. So I said this earlier, it stays fresh. This show, anytime you see like something Subway. and it <laughs> no, or in and out. So fresh. It stays fresh like in and out. For so for three minutes. <laughs> That's about right. And, then it's and the fries for like yeah. 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, anytime I see something, I'm like, oh, they're going to have a, uh, a werewolf episode or something, right? It's season 11. You're like, how are you possibly going to make this new, right? How can you possibly do it? And then they find a way. Mm-hmm. They find a way. These writers, they know. They're, they're self-aware. And there's been so many shows that I've seen. They get, they get going. They get lazy. These writers don't get lazy. And they care. That's the thing is you Do get you know this had the same team of writers the whole time? Or oh, no they, they, no. they have some writing leads, but uh, no, they rotate like writers for sure. So, but anyone they bring on, they really care about this show and they get it. And it's just, they stay true to it. You don't have these like odd branching things that just don't match up with the rest of the mythology. They know what they are. The other one I mentioned is it stays, the show stays humble because it stays meta. Sam and Dean stay humble. You see him in, you know, other things. And in fact, I saw a clip of, uh, of, Sam or Jared Padalecki on uh, Jimmy Kimmel recently, um, who's like, holy cow, 13th season, huh? And he's super nervous up there, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not normally on Kimmel. Like this is scary territory for him. You can, mm-hmm. and he's like, ha, 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 nervous story. And then Dean is on, I forget what that morning show is. Um, Good Morning America. No, the Regis Philbin, the Regis and live with Regis, uh, live Kathy, with Kelly, Kelly and Kelly, 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 Kelly have not been on yeah. forever. Ryan, right. Ryan, that's right. Yeah, Ryan Seacrest yeah. and Kelly. So yeah, he's on there and he's he's pretty chill. And they're talking to him about you know how do you stay you know focused on these things? And they're both they both answer the same way. It was like man, this is just this is just my family. Like that's where my love is is my family. And they both have they both have kids. They're both posting on social media with these uh, with their kids and with their wives. And it's this is. They make it a huge priority. Also, the whole cast is really involved in humanitarian work. And anytime there's travesties, in fact, I even have a whole list I won't get into, but they do tons of good and the fans know it. And they do more, they raise more money than most shows um, combined, honestly. They, this is a huge part of their of their culture. Hmm. So, th- which, which is my third point, which is kind of, it's about family, both their immediate family and their fan base family. And family, isn't it about time? time? Isn't it about time? And finally, and about time, starring Margot Robbie. Good movie. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's your number five. And finally, the last reason is horror comedy is the best genre. I mean, it is. It's just great. It when meshes, done right, when, when, done, done, right, when right. done right, no, and of course, purposeful. There's some right? bad horror. When you nail out there. horror comedy, it is just a joy. It's just an absolute. I'm pleasure. pretty sure we just talked about a terrible horror comedy. On a <laughs> we did. Yes. We did. Oh gosh, and, but Supernatural does this, and which is just my favorite genre, which is probably why I love this show so much, is because that genre is just. Oh, I'd love I'm, that. I'm going gonna, gonna to give you a number five here. And number five would be okay. this is a great introduction to horror. If you feel guilty because most horror movies are rated R and you just you've never really cared about it. Kind of like Jake. This is a good place to start. And then once you decide, oh, man, I really like these sca- these short, scary stories. Then it becomes less of an October and Halloween show, which is where I think you need to get past Joel. And it b- becomes a fun show with a great mythology. It becomes less of a scary show, and there's there's fear scattered there, but it becomes about great characters and great arcs and humor as well. Okay. Jacob, I'm yep. going to make a pledge to you right now. All right. That's from great. my heart. Okay. I will get through season two before our next series of Halloween shows next year. <laughs> oh, come on. Wow. Hey, yeah. I, I do it. <laughs> if you don't do that, 
What do you owe me? Uh, I don't know. You don't like pitch shows. What kind of shows do you like? Hmm. I don't know. All you can eat tacos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to take me out to all if you I, can if eat I don't, tacos. Yeah, if I don't finish season three before our next October, uh-huh. <laughs> October 2018. Season three. You're finishing season three. I will finish season three of, no, it's season two, right? You That's said three. <laughs> you just said three. I, I was here. I was here. Yeah. Okay. okay. If I don't finish season three uh-huh. of Supernatural uh-huh. by next October, uh-huh. I will get you all you can eat tacos. Deal. Okay. Uh, shake on it. Yep. Shake on it. Okay. I'm watching it's this. Right, I can't guys. believe you called me Sam. You're totally Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that really makes me sad. Yeah, wait, actually. Wait, wait till you see the episode image. <laughs> I make that. Let's oh. <laughs> give you long hair and a butt cut. <laughs> yeah. It'll be beautiful. I'll just go back to junior high. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, fellas. If you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to see me moping about on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can catch him there talking about his feelings. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers and uh, go find Bacon Sale on Twitter. And uh, and watch Supernatural. Guys, go watch Supernatural because Driver picks the music and Shotgun shuts his cake hole. Jacob, right now I want to know. Uh-huh. Sam or Dean? Can I have them both? got into my soul with that song. Well, I'm just going to try not to be hateful. Spiteful, but not hateful. He has a handsome robot. He wants to just come on and replace me. <laughs> oh, I want to see this handsome robot. Handsome. Two hot, sexy young guys in the leads. Yeah, they're both attractive. It's Dean all the way, though. Two sexy dudes. No Two sexy true. dudes? No what more goes. do you need to know? <laughs> as far as man crushes go on TV, it, it would be Jensen Eccles, for sure. I watch a lot of pilots. I turn off a lot of pilots. Hot, sexy, flat flow. <laughs> no chick flick moments, man. My beautiful butt cut that I have that I share with Sam as your, well. Your hair's pretty nice, yeah. It's a cut, right? Burn it like Sam okay. and Eve's mom. <laughs> what? Too soon? So it's like a modern day Dr. So, Quinn medicine woman. Man crush Monday. Doctor Who! I'm uh, Cyberman! Speaking of Man Crush Monday, uh, a lot of people die in the alternate world or in yes. the real world, and uh, and that's pretty amusing too. Fresh, so fresh. fresh, it stays fresh like in and out. I right, can't guys. believe you called me Sam. Why is Dean Bay? He is Bay. He is.